Welcome back, y'all, to episode 190-something of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Strange week in media. You look at all the news articles, all the information going on with UFOs, aliens, um, Elon Musk stepping down at Twitter, wars, um, pipelines, trains exploding, oil, everything. But for some reason, and I'm not saying it's a coincidence or anything like that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I am a conspiracy theorist. Um, I'm, I'm conspiracy theorist curious, is what you can call me. Conspiracy theorist curious. And this Jeffrey Epstein story is just unwinding and unwinding. I did two podcasts not too long ago on Jeffrey Epstein's personality almost like a profile piece where I'm really going in and trying to understand his early years, what created Jeffrey Epstein, and how was he able to influence so many people coming from such blue-collar, humble beginnings with his mother as a teacher and his father as a groundskeeper. Um, you look at those upbringings, you don't think this person's going to end up rubbing shoulders with the upper echelon of society and doing so in a way that really prompts him to be well-known across the world and in a lot of different political circles and in a lot of different political ways, you know. And if we look at the trajectory of Jeffrey Epstein, we can really see a lot of things. The system, in a way, slowly corrects itself. And what I mean when I say that is we have things that pop up within his, his shenanigans, if you will, that, that get him caught. And I think within this episode today, I'm just going to kind of cover the latest news about Jeffrey Epstein and why we're not seeing it yet in the big media or big articles. So I'm looking at an article right now by Law and Crime, which is, it seems to be some type of offspring um, news article that was actually posted on February 14th. And within this article, what we're finding is information about Jeffrey Epstein, okay, and how he how he is affiliated with a well-known bank that he used in order to pay for a lot of sex trafficking. The bank knew, but also we have this whole thing about a new list that's going to be um, given. So with about 150 names. So for whatever reason, I don't know why, but Jeffrey Epstein had lists. He kept. He was meticulous. He kept airplane logs. He kept information. He had a little black book, if you will, of the people going to his island. And within this black book, there's a lot of names, a lot of people I'm sure you know. But what's really interesting is it hasn't been released yet, and it's supposed to be released soon. Now, what I can't really understand is you have an article kind of being spearheaded by the Daily Mail, which in itself is strange, and it looks to be a British-type kind of um, newspaper. And it's not, like, well-known or well-established. I was looking at it today, and I was just 
I was kind of surprised that this story, excuse me, is actually coming off on the Daily Mail. But what we're finding out today is a couple things. The first one is it's also re indicating association with Prince Andrew. He, so Prince Andrew of Dukes is affiliated with going to Jeffrey Epstein's island, and he is being accused of having sexual relationships with a woman at the time who was 17 who is known as Virginia Roberts. And now for some, and Harvard professional, I'm sorry, Harvard professional, and uh, Alan DeShortes, and understand to be among the individuals mentioned in these papers. So you have these upper echelon people kind of coming in and the Daily Mail, for whatever reason, is going to continue to release names and they're the one who has this case. And in itself, I find that so strange that the Daily Mail would be releasing it and putting it out there. But the breakthrough with Prince Andrew is it's showing upper echelon society of people as well as Harvard being targeted by this whole sex scandal. And it really makes you wonder what's going on. And I think what's even crazier now is you're having information come out. Okay. So going back to the law and crime article, you're having, okay, this is not, you're having different, you're having different sources indicate a couple things. So whenever you look at it, you're having the fact that Jeffrey Epstein's bank accounts in which he trafficked a lot of his money through was tied to J.P. Morgan Chase. So J.P. Morgan Chase was affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein. So in this process, what they're determining is, I'm sorry, within this article, what they're determining is that Jeffrey Epstein was pushing a lot of money through these um, within this bank. So the information we're looking at from J.P. Morgan Chase, which this, this article came out, I'm sorry, this is the Financial Times. So Jeffrey... Epstein cases paid. So you have you have a paper trail of his accounts payable from JP Morgan accounts, where there's details that include roughly twelve hundred emails between sex exchanges from late sex offering. So you have it from sex offenders all the way to former Barcelona boss. Um, so what does it mean? So JP Morgan Chase is now coming out and saying that. The late conviction sex offender used accounts as J.P. Morgan chased to pay at least 20 of his victims, according to new details in court filed on Wednesday. Newly, so as a result of this, uh, Epstein had islands, obviously, and Virginia Island, and he used the the accounts of J.P. Morgan Chase to process different transactions, as well as use it for the women trafficked and abused during the whole escapade for at least 2023 to 2019. So you have almost, you have exactly about roughly 15 years where he's using this bank account to pay victims directly. Epstein was arrested and received payments between 2023 and 2013, exceeding 1 million in collection, according to the agents at J.P. Morgan Chase. So not only do you have the payments going out, but you have payments coming in indicating potentially what was going on. So is the paper trail tied to J.P. Morgan Chase? Um, it seems like between 2023, 1 million isn't a lot. Let's So let me break this down. With that being said, you have about 10 years here. So it says Epstein was arrested and jailed 
received payments between 2003 and 2013 exceeding collection. So if we do that for 10 years, that's roughly, what, 100000 a year? So you're kind of looking at that's what J.P. Morgan Chase was keeping track of. So Epstein pleaded guilty one count of situation, one count of the solicitation in prostitution with a minor in 2008. And the state court registered sex offender in Virginia Island, and soon after he died by quote-unquote suicide. That's not actually there, just in 2019, awaiting trial. Epstein's, okay, Epstein's estate reached $1.5 million settling with the Virginia Islands in December. J.P. Morgan did not, did not immediately report or request for comment. Lawyers or for the bank reproved characteristics that complete as in court filings. So what does it mean? It means they really weren't pursuing it. So what's really interesting in all of this is, is you have a lot of information and you have people who are tracking it. So it makes you wonder what exactly is going on in J.P. Morgan Chase and are they liable? What did they know? And what can be proven? So I think that's kind of where we're getting at with this. So what's here's so if you track different networks, so obviously within this Epstein situation, you have to track where the money came from. So who's paying? Who are the people? And then who are the women? And that really indicates the neck the network of trafficking. And and trafficking is probably one of the most heinous crimes that no one ever talks about, including sex trafficking. You know, if you look at some of the places where, in 2022, if you look where trafficking was most common, it says in the Philippines, Qatar, United Kingdom, Israel, India, Nigeria, Ghana, Venezuela, Egypt, the People's Republic of China, Indonesia, and Peru. Um, so that just kind of gives you insight into what's going on here. And trafficking is, it can, is, is, can be indicated on a lot of different terms. And that's according to the State Department website. So... Whenever we look at this this situation, I'm just putting out there with J.P. Morgan Chase. It says, among the recipients was a woman from Eastern Europe, surname, who was publicly and internally identified as Epstein's recruiter for victims. Lawyer of lawyer for Virgin Island claimed to include one woman, indicating in news reports. And J.P. Morgan's due diligence has been solicited by Epstein when she was 14 years old and he paid her $600,000. The Virgin Islands also allowed Epstein's withdrawal for $770,50 in cash over the period from over a period from J.P. Morgan's account, which was, which was especially significant as Epstein was known for paying for massages or sexual intercourse in cash, etc. So, if we look at this account, what's so interesting is now we have the account for what J.P. Morgan paid, but what we don't understand is where Epstein was making his money. I mean, if you look at his career and his account, it's still really unclear. I did a deep dive on it. He had a he had a company in the 80s that was used to help other companies in um, stop embezzling money or doing investigation. Um, he kind of made a logistics company with his airplane, but for him to be spending this kind of money, it really makes you wonder where it came from and within the next month or two we're supposed to be getting more and more names for the people that were potentially participating in these activities but employees at jp morgan chase were aware of this situation so it says employees at jp morgan chase raised concern about epstein in various stages 
the complaint aligned. It cited at 2010 emails from members of the bank risking management division read, see below new allegations of investigations related to child trafficking. And are you still comfortable with this client who is now a registered sex offender? So they tracked back his sex offending um, to Florida where he's arrested. And that's kind of where he moved to the Virgin Islands. JP Morgan Chase is now uh, aware of them. And there's been 2010 emails citing concern. So it really makes you wonder, was somebody internally in JP Morgan Chase protecting this man? Which leads us to this next part of the article. The complete also the the complaint also detailed how Jess Stanley, the J.P. Morgan banker, who later became chief executive of Barclays, which is a British bank. So, if you're not familiar, Barclays is a British multi-university bank headquartered in London, doing multiple operations. So. If we look at Jess Stanley, the J.P. Morgan banker, who later became chief executive of Barclay, how, we don't know, exchanged more than 1,200 emails with Epstein at the, at, as the Financial Times previously reported. It also continuously redacted pictures of young women that complete, completely alleged were sent by Epstein to Stanley. Boom. So what do we have here? We have the person who is protecting potentially Jeffrey Epstein with these emails. So what's so crazy is like you look at this guy who's incredibly successful at the top of whatever environment he's in, sending these emails on work emails and not only like 100, but 1,200. That is a lot of emails. I mean, I, I send a lot of emails and it would take me a long time to get to 1,200 emails, you know. So we're looking at now that J.P. Morgan Chase insiders were protecting potentially Epstein for his money that added to this. So the story just gets more complicated and more complicated, and it just shows that Epstein was a master manipulator. He was really good at networking, and he understood a lot of financial a lot of financial jargon that allowed him to kind of talk and interact within this environment. So Stanley now is obviously under allegation, but the story just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And I'm sure we have not heard the end of it yet, but we're getting one more layer years after. So the story is just going to keep unfolding because the truth is going to come to the light. And I just want to appreciate you guys for listening. I will get back to you tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll actually have Phil and Guzon, so it should be a good show. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.